Welcome to Women Who Kill You Guys. Our guest today, very funny comedian, author. You got a lot going on, Bobby Oliver. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. You have no idea. I'm excited to have you. Uh, this episode is a little bit different than the other episodes because it's the first one where the guest is actually sort of connected to the crime. Not as far as being a victim or an accomplice or anything like that. I murdered no one. <laughs> but uh, it happened in your hometown. Yes. And you were there at the time. You were growing up. Yes. And we're talking about Hazel Louise Short and Tina Louise Short, who murdered Catherine Tucker Whitehead. Catherine Louise Tucker Whitehead. Oh, There's a geez. lot of Louises going on. Were they all related? Uh, well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, Georgia? Yes, but we're not all related. <laughs> That's a myth. So uh, huh. if anyone has seen the, the TV show, what was it called? Uh, Your Worst Nightmare, which and, really glorified the whole thing uh-huh. um, and was a, had a lot wrong. Well, it, it was a TV show called Your Worst Nightmare, but the episode that specifically focused on this murder was called what? Well, it was season three, episode five. It mm-hmm. was called something about a fire. Chris, do you remember? It Let seemed inappropriate. Cooking with fire. Cooking with fire. Yes, it was an inappropriate. This is why they should have, um, this is the mistake that a lot of TV shows make of not hiring comedians to copyright for them. Because a comedian could have come up with a much better punt. Right, and possibly less offensive. Yeah, but still funny. Yeah, but probably not. Now we're cooking. (laughs) 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 So, a little bit of background on the murderers. Uh, Hazel Louise Short was a mother. Tina was her daughter, and their accomplices were Hazel's nephew, uh, Nikki Lynn Ford, who was also Tina's cousin, obviously, and Tina's boyfriend, a guy named Donald Glenn Everett. Uh, This happened in 1983. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I was right. April? 10th, 9th, or 10th grade. Okay. And apparently it started, let's take a few steps back. Hazel was married to a man named John. Yes. Um, John Short, he was a police, he was a cop in Porterdale, and Porterdale is a cotton mill town. He was a cop? Yes, he was a cop, and uh, Porterdale is a little cotton mill town kind of in the middle of Covington, Mm -hmm. which is where my parents grew up and met working in the cotton mill. Your parents worked in a cotton mill? That's where they met, working in a cotton mill. Okay. And when my mom was pregnant with me, the whole time she worked in a cotton mill. But yeah, so Porterdale was a little town. They had their own police department. Notorious uh-huh. for not being good people. My sister wants to make sure. Different from other cops. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know where I'm Yeah. My sister wants me to make sure that everyone knows that, that John, the husband, the cop, was not as nice as he was portrayed. Uh-huh. Um, Which has also been insinuated in uh, internet comments about this case. Right. Not much information no can be found, but mm-hmm. a lot of people who were there personally... Or like, uh, that TV show was wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he he left his wife of like 25 years and started dating a 21-year-old who was younger than his daughter, Tina. And who knows when they actually started dating. Right. 
I mean, it, the TV show made it seem all lovey-dovey and such a sweet thing, and Hazel just couldn't get over it or whatever. But what he did was wrong. How old was he at the time? I mean, he was like... 50? 50, I think, 50-something. Uh-huh. And she was 21. He probably groomed her. Oh, I'm sure he did, because they met when she reported her car stolen, and uh-huh. he was the cop. How long ago before the murder was that? I mean, probably within months before they got engaged. Okay. You know, and she had, uh, Kathy, the victim, Kathy Whitehead, she had been married to another guy. Who beat her up. Who beat her up a, a lot, and that's who they referenced. And my sister said he was her boy, he was my sister's boyfriend in sixth grade. And my sister also wants everybody to know Kathy's that Tina was ex-husband sweet. Kathy's ex-husband was your sister's boyfriend in uh, grade school? Yeah, I found that out on the way here when I was asking her questions. That's crazy. And she wants everybody to know that Tina was sweet. Okay. Tina who tortured and murdered <laughs> The girl was sweet. So uh, getting to what actually happened, um, Hazel wasn't too happy about her husband uh, getting uh, engaged to a 21-year-old. Were they divorced and then he got engaged? Well, according to the show, which got so much wrong, so who knows, they had just signed the divorce papers. Okay. Or or Hazel had finally just signed the divorce papers. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and Hazel had gone over to his house, um, you know, to see their son, looking for their son. They and had they five only, kids together, right? I, you know, I don't know. That's what I read. Wouldn't you be, like, pissed if you're a person of 25? Chris and I have been together, like, 28, 20, 31 years, actually. And if he starts taking up with some little girl, would, would I'm you, not going to kill her, but I might. Would you I kill don't know him? why she didn't kill him. Would you kill Chris? <laughs> this is what I don't get. Why did she go after the girl? She should have killed John. I know. She was a kid. They probably wouldn't have even looked for the. <laughs> Actually, he was a cop, so they would have. But That's why. That's why she didn't kill him. Right. Because, uh, I mean, they almost got away with it. So Catherine was about to move in Kathy. with John, right? Yeah. Yeah, she uh, was she was uh, packing up her house that uh-huh. night, and that's why she didn't have a landline. And so when Tina's boyfriend came over to tell her there was a phone call for her, he knocked to on the door her in the out middle of the, of the house. night. Yeah, yeah, and he did it because he thought helping Hazel kidnap and murder this girl would help ingratiate him to Hazel, so that he would let her be with his daughter, or I don't know. Because, you know, that's what you do when you have, you know, your girlfriend's parents don't like you. You help them kidnap and murder someone. Well, Hazel claims that she never planned for anyone to die. They only were going to they were going to rough her up a little bit, which uh, I mean, not that that makes it any better. It's still like, you know, find find another Tina Louise. Uh, if you Google yeah. Tina Louise, uh, there are there are tons of them. So he literally could have found a, another Tina Louise. If he really wanted to, right, right, he could have found somebody, um, but but they but they don't mention this, but she was Tina was pregnant at the time, okay, that they were doing this murdering and stuff, so he was probably the baby daddy, I guess. So he was kind of ride or die, right? Like he could have been like, I "This mean, is too yeah. much for me. You're pregnant." Or he was right. Your mom wants me to kill dies. people. Uh, I I can't handle this anymore. We need to break up. He could have done that. Yeah, he could have done that. Or maybe he thought, I mean, you know he probably would have left her in six months anyway over some just not wanting to take care of a baby right but maybe he went along with it because he thought you know what um if i say no how do i know that she won't kill me <laughs> right exactly right you know if somebody's that crazy mm-hmm. absolutely so he knocks on her door in the middle of the night says hey your fiance has uh 
He's he's calling. It's an he's emergency on the phone. And on her, the payphone. Her mama and child were there. In and her he house? still knocked on the door and had her come out. So mm-hmm. that was really brazen. Mm-hmm. And uh, once she left to make the phone call, she was never found again. The next morning, they found her car next they to the payphone. The, the, yeah, the dangling phone. Yeah. She went to pick it up, and then they snatched they her. They snatched her right up. And threw her in the trunk. Uh, and they all say they never, they never meant to take it that far, but it went that far. I mean, the best laid plans are we never meant to take it that far. The car door was open, the keys were gone, and that's when they got the FBI involved because, obviously, kidnapping was suspected. Mm -hmm. And they suspected several other people before they got around to Hazel. They Mm -hmm. thought it was the ex-husband who used to beat her up, so, of course, that's the first place you look. And evidently, she had had some situation at work where she got someone fired, and so they suspected him. They really looked at all the men first. Which is kind of what you do. Yeah. A lot of times they they don't even... Did they consider her fiancé? Oh, John? Mm -hmm. No, because he was like a cop and he was a wreck and he was helping them, you know. He's the one that took her mama to the police to report it. So the only reason why cops started to strongly suspect Hazel was... Because when they questioned her about it, she was like, I don't even know her. Right. <laughs> she doesn't know. Right. That's, that's the thing. You never lie and say you don't know. Uh-huh. First of all, this is Covington, You don't Georgia. know the person you know who everyone. your husband is running off with. Right. And he's leaving you for this girl. <laughs> and you have been seen slapping her. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, for the listeners out there, if you murder someone, don't claim you don't know them. But don't murder people, don't you Don't murder people. It's wrong. Not only is it wrong, it's illegal, and it's wrong. It's wrong, but if you do, don't it's, say it. it's a bad thing. To, don't do it. So it took a year before uh, Donald Everett, who, reminding you guys, Donald Everett is uh, Tina's boyfriend, the guy who knocked on the door, took a year before he was arrested. Um, because in 1984... He finally, for some reason, broke down and was like, okay, um, she was kidnapped and killed. And he I got was drunk in a bar and was telling someone. If, if he hadn't done that, if he hadn't got drunk in a bar mm-hmm. and was shooting off his mouth, they still would not have known where she was. Was he bragging about case. it? Or, I mean, or he was just to trying to get TV it off his show, chest? Which or? got everything wrong. He <laughs> felt bad about it. Uh-huh. But he so he told the bartender? Or who? No, some girl he knew. Uh-huh. You know, and she went to the cops, thank God. Uh-huh. Thank God for her and Ted Bundy's girlfriend who called the cops and was like, I think that's my boyfriend. Yeah. They should make a movie all about her, by the way. Right. They should make a movie about all the women (laughs) that had a a boyfriend who was like, or their husband was John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. This is how I felt, okay? I don't know. I don't want to skip ahead too much, but... Because I because Tina Short used to babysit me. Really? And I knew her. Yes. Was she crazy? No. Not at all. So when, how when old were I you, found out... How long did she babysit Okay, so we used to go to the Port Del Pool every day. Uh-huh. And uh, she, Tina was... I was in elementary school, I guess. And Tina loved me. So every time I went there, they just kind of dumped me off with her and went on about their lives. And I was just with her the whole time I went to the pool every day. Uh-huh. And she loved me. My sister texted me on the way here that she bought me a Barbie. Um, like, she loved me. So when I found out... 
that not only did she kidnap, torture, and murder a girl and did it while she was pregnant, I was I felt like John Wayne Gacy's wife. Right. I was like, oh, my God, how did I not know? And I was so close to her. But she was, she's so, she was, like my sister said, like Bella said, she's very, she was very sweet, very loving, um, probably paid way more attention to me than anybody in my family, you know, ever did or was doing at the time. You, you think she was under the influence of her mother? I mean, possibly. I guess she also probably felt like her dad was breaking up the family and abandoning her mom and, you know, all this stuff. So she probably, and again, they all kept saying they didn't know it was going to go that far. But do you know how many steps? Did, I, did you hear all the things they did So, So what happened was they kidnapped her. Uh, they put her in a car, in the they drove the car, her somewhere. And Tina was driving that car around for a while. Uh-huh. They beat her up, uh, they stabbed her, uh, they took some more time to do who knows what. Um, they gave her a blanket to keep warm after they stabbed her, or, and then they, uh, they set her on fire. Yeah, and they left her in the trunk for days. Um, bleeding and stuff before they... Before they set her on fire. Yeah. But they gave her a blanket to keep warm. a blanket, a blue blanket. So that she would stay alive long enough for them to finish murdering her. Or who knows, maybe someone was having a sympathetic... But no one called the police and stopped it. Right. You know? And then they set her on fire while she was still alive. They poured gasoline. Yes, and she was... She lived for days after she was burnt. Right. They said very severely. Which is insane. Yeah, it's got to be the most painful thing ever. And then they strangled her with a wire. Yes. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, an un- anonymous source says that uh, they used a, an actual a clothes hanger and then put a screwdriver in the clothes hanger and twisted it. Yeah, until well, it got I tighter and tighter. I heard a wire, but someone on a blog who who knows on a blog, you know, who knows could um, be could be legit. Yeah, but they strangled her and then they threw her in a well. Yep. Um, and for for them to say, oh, we never meant it to go that far. At what point they had a lot of chances to stop. Right at each point, you're like, oh, and all right, we we drove around the car. That's that's enough. Yeah. You know? My sister said Tina probably thought they were just going to beat her up and scare her. Uh huh. But you know what? But after those the stabbing, always lead. You ne- you know those things always lead to to worse stuff happening. Yeah. You can't even begin on that road. Once someone pulled out a knife. That's when she should have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Too much. Right. Too far. I mean, I think, um, you know. Actually, once you throw someone in a trunk, that's too far. It's pretty far. (laughs) But so my brother was married to Nikki Ford's sister while this was going on. So it happened in 83. The guy confessed uh, drunkenly in 85. And Nikki I mean, was, 84. Nikki was the, the nephew of Hazel slash Tina's cousin. Right. And he was involved. And um, uh, the trial happened in 85. So I remember everyone being really stressed out that Nikki might go to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, his My sister reminded me his nickname was Fat Boy. <laughs> although I don't think he was fat. Okay. But they had so many people named the same thing in that family. They had to call him something. That's fine. So my, my brother was... Married to Mickey Ford, and Nikki Ford was the, the one involved in it. So sa- Mickey with an M was the sister. Mickey right. with an N was the brother. The brother. Fat boy. And he allegedly was asleep in the car. While someone was being tortured? While someone was being tortured. Was he yeah. drunk, passed out sleep? Because Th- who's yes, that heavy of a yes, sleeper? he said he was drunk, passed out sleep. Uh-huh. But at which point was he there? I mean, right. I'm not, I don't know, was he there originally? Did he drive around with her? Because they were driving around with her in the car. For how, for days, um, right? Yeah, days, days. 
So at any point, they could have said, let's try to save her life and take her to a hospital and, and get this over. I'm going to assume, uh, well, Tina was 21, around 21, the same age as Catherine. Uh, I'm going to assume no one was in any sort of school, that they just had all this free time to well, drive around all day? I mean, I know Kathy was 21. Tina, I think, was a little older than Kathy. Uh-huh. But, I mean, at that point, nobody went to college there. Really? No, I mean, nobody in my town really went to college. Okay. Um, I was the first person in my family to ever go to college. Really? But, um, you know, no, they probably just worked some job or, mm-hmm. you know. And there was a store. The Whiteheads had a store. This was the, the dad of... Um, oh, Catherine, the victim. No, Kathy's boyfriend who... Um, Kathy's ex-husband who used to beat her up. Oh, Kathy's ex-husband had a store. His, His daddy had a store. store. Okay. Yeah, my sister said she thinks... The guy inherited it. Okay, and they called him Buddy. What kind of store? Like a like a corner store kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a a year later, Donald confesses to a friend of his. She goes to the cops. The cops bring him in, uh, and he confesses to the cops. He folds like a cheap suit. (laughs) Lets them know where the body is, Um, and apparent. Which it's crazy that they were able to still identify the body after yeah, a year. Yeah, they said it was really decomposed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I, th- I don't know if someone said that they would not have been able to if it wasn't for his ID or I, I don't know how they did it, but you know it was the Maybe 80s, from the clothes. So they didn't have a lot of Oh yeah, they said the clothes they were, were clothes identified. They were clothes in a blanket. And the blanket was identified to be hers. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was the 80s so they didn't have really te- really good labs and stuff i imagine right all they were able to tell was that it was a homicide but because of how long the body had been there they couldn't tell exactly how right uh, and how burned the person had died Mm -hmm. yeah we don't know did the stabbing killer did the burning killer did the choking killer did the so his confession um he he implicated tina he implicated nikki um and they found tina in nashville Mm mm-hmm she confessed right away. Um, Although they're saying um, that her confession was, uh, she said that it was coerced. Although, you know, I, who do you believe, a, mur- a cop or a murderer? Right. They're both just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, all of the confessions except for Hazel's said that the plan was, was to kidnap her, but mm-hmm. not to kill her. Um, in 1984, on March 20th, is when they found Hazel uh, in Houston. Yeah, they found in her Texas. in Houston, and I guess they all got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> once yeah. they, except for Glenn, Glenn should have got the hell out of Dodge. He stayed in town telling everybody. Right, was- they should have killed Glenn. <laughs> the two people they should have killed, John and Glenn, but not not Kathy. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so the cops interviewed her a bunch of times, and she didn't think to ask for a lawyer until the second time, so they got a lot of information out of her. And uh, and she testified. Tina did not testify, but they did read her confession in court. Right. They, I guess they, they can't force you to testify. Is that the thing? Yeah, you, you decide if you can testify or not. And there, I saw some judicial thing. I don't know if you saw this that said that there was an, they, sh- they were at fault in, in reading her testimony, or her confession, if she did not testify. I don't know anything about that. Okay. But Nikki, my brother's brother in law, was acquitted. Right. He was found to be, because they able believed to his sleep story? through a murder. Um, yeah. Why or did they, they believe keep, him? Maybe they didn't have enough proof. Maybe Tina. 
Maybe Tina and Hazel said, yeah, he was asleep. Maybe. You know, or maybe he was asleep. Maybe, you know, though people drink a lot. <laughs> people drink a lot of Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I've tried to break, wake my brother up before, and that was not going to happen. So I could have tortured and murdered a person right in front of my brother, and he would have still been asleep. <laughs> it is, it's also, it is rumored that, that, Hazel took the fall because she wanted to save her family. But other people are saying, I, I knew Hazel and she was a fucking bitch. Yeah, she was mean as a snake is what everybody <laughs> said. And my sister pointed out to me that, that we did not actually know her. But uh-huh. everyone, we knew Tina, but everyone said that Hazel was mean as a snake. But you said she might be out now, right? So they're, I take that they're, back. They're very <laughs> <laughs> she was a lovely woman. She was just as pretty as the person who played her on the show. There, there are varying accounts. There are some accounts say that she was paroled in 2018. Other accounts say that she's still in jail. I saw one that says she's up for parole in August of this year, so in a few, in next month. That's crazy. Chris and I both read a thing that said she was up for parole next month. Well, if anyone can find out for sure, let me know. Send me the information. Send me a link. Uh, send it over on Twitter because uh, I have found so much conflicting information on this case. If we just decided to make an entire podcast about just this case and we could solve it, we could figure out what really happened, then we could get like a an, an award or something. I feel like, like what really cereal. happened is that Hazel murdered Kay <laughs> <laughs> and I think, ruined her I daughter's think, life. I think her, Hazel lit the match. Her, her grandchild's life. Uh-huh. Um, you think she lit the match and then uh, tried to play innocent? Why did she say she didn't light the match? Uh, yeah, she says she didn't do it. She said that that uh, she planned the kidnapping, but she didn't act. She didn't do the actual murder. I mean, she might not have had the the gumption to do the stabbing and the burning and everything, but but also she was, I don't know, looking at pictures of her. She might have had like some arthritis or something. Who knows? I don't. I don't think she physically had it she in her. Was, to, I mean, she was more to, to wrestle a twenty-one year old. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she definitely needed that guy's help. I mean, if it had just been her plan, mm-hmm. if no one had gone along with it, it might not have even happened. Yeah, she wouldn't have been able to get her into a trunk by herself. And you know what? Why didn't they just get in a fist fight like every other uh, household in Georgia when they have a cheating situation? <laughs> I've seen both of my parents in fist fights and not with each other. <laughs> So I don't I don't know. <laughs> so so uh, basically, I'm uh, not saying that my parents are beating people up for cheating. <laughs> I'm just saying Hazel. You know what I'm saying. I hope nobody in my family's listening to this. <laughs> I mean, if they if they are, then uh, just know that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and everything we say is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's not. So, <laughs> uh, so Hazel ended up uh, going to trial twice. She went to trial for the murder first. Uh, they sought the death penalty, weren't able to get it. Uh, she got life. For the kidnapping, they had a separate trial. They also tried to get the death penalty for that trial, but they were unable to since it didn't stick for the larger mm-hmm. crime. Uh, so she ended up with uh, two life sentences. Two consecutive life sentences. But because it wasn't without parole, even with two life sentences, she has the chance to get out um, if her 
appeal is uh, convincing Or if enough. she's just had good behavior and they're ready, <laughs> they need to get rid of her. What know? is good behavior in prison? I mean, just I don't know. not you killing watch anyone else? New Black, right? Yeah. I mean, she probably got to be some, you know, old She was probably red. Who, yes, what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking she was red, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> just without the accent. <laughs> right. She probably ran some, like, hillbilly moonshine <laughs> operation <laughs> from prison. <laughs> <laughs> so um tina received a, a a very reduced sentence 20 years the boyfriend was acquitted no 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 the cousin nikki was acquitted nikki was acquitted being asleep in the car um the boyfriend supposedly did most of the dirty work yeah so he got it and how long is he in for i think he got life too okay but the jury f- must have felt the same exact way that that we feel because Hazel got more time than anyone else. She got two life sentences. Because the kidnapping was her idea. Mm-hmm. And so Tina, even though she confessed to having something to do with not just the kidnapping, but also the torture and murder and dispose, no, disposal of the body, she only got um, 20 years for kidnapping and disposal of the body. They couldn't prove that all that other stuff happened. And the trial happened in 1985, right? Yeah. Okay. So the crime happened in 83. The guy confessed in 84, and the trial happened in 85. And I graduated from high school in 86. Okay. From that town. Wow. Yeah, it was was a huge thing. Although a friend of mine, when I posted about it on Facebook and asked for information, a friend of mine who grew up there was like, how did I not know anything about this? (laughs) Was it, it was on on, uh, TV all the time and... (laughs) In the um, newspapers, or how did you hear about it the most? I mean, I don't, I didn't read newspapers when I was in high school, but I'm sure it was in the one newspaper, mm-hmm. you know, in the Covington News, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure it was on the Atlanta News, but I don't know how much time they spent on it. Um, I mean, the child, the child murders in Atlanta was when I was little, like in elementary school or maybe middle school, and that was everywhere what all is the that? time. You know, I mean, the, not to take the man up too much can, time on something else. So it was but. a bunch of black kids in Atlanta were murdered. Okay. Like a bunch. Uh, and it took them forever to solve it. And then they finally found a guy that they said did it. Did he actually do it? Or I don't they know. were just there's, like, oh, are you guys happy now? We people, found someone. Yeah, people, there's some people who think he didn't do it. And some people, you know, think he did do it. But I don't know how much evidence they had on it. And if it was, it was a bunch the Atlanta of, child murders. If it was a bunch of little white kids, they probably would have solved it faster, huh? Right. Oh, yeah. It took yeah. a long time. And it was a black man. Yeah. He was the... Man, he didn't One do of the it. few black serial killers. Why would, why would a black man kill a bunch kill of little black within kids? your race? Don't serial killers usually kill within their race? Don't you watch Criminal But lives? I think that's only because, like... I think it's because a lot of uh, white men who kill women or girls, it's because they remind them of someone of in a their family. person. Or not right? necessarily or like family, an ex but a or something girl that rejected them, yeah. or their ex-wife, or which their is going to be someone of the same race usually, because serial killers don't aren't typically the most socially liberal people around. Did right? Jeffrey Dahmer kill white and black men? Yes, but that's because he was gay and had sex with white and black men. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Hazel might be out, might not be out. If you don't look up a picture of her, we already said she looks like a lunch lady. Oh, she drove the school bus. She drove That's the school what my bus. Sister told me to say yes. She drove the school bus. She was the school bus driver. No way. Yes. Oh. Make sure my sister didn't say anything else. That's terrifying. But, but yeah, yeah, and that's how I felt when I used to play with her at the pool. Tina at the pool every week. Fat boy passed out and didn't know 
anything until he heard Kathy missing. This is from my sister. She said, I love my mom, but if somebody asked me to help her kill someone, I would have run. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you think they didn't realize that they could get out of the town until they killed someone? <laughs> right. If only they could have just know? had a, gone to Texas or Nashville earlier. Right. Hazel drove, drove a school bus, and John was a cop in Porterdale. Okay. And did they get, I wonder where the, where the kids worked. Um, most of the people around there had like major blue collar jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, the mill was gone by then, um, but they probably worked in a factory somewhere mm-hmm. or there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity. Okay. And she was pretty young. She was still in her early 20s. Well, Tina obviously got out of jail um, years, years, years ago because she was only doing 20 years. Yeah, she should have been out by like 2003. But she's back in. That's what I read on a blog. I read that she was back in for drug trafficking. And I did a I did a search for Tina Louise Schwartz, who are currently in jail. And holy shit, there's a lot of them. And they're all for like robbery and meth. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a short and you're having a baby, don't name her Tina don't Louise. Don't name her Tina Louise. It's a curse. Yeah, didn't you say a lot of Hazels killed people? A lot too? of Hazels have killed people. I'm sure a lot of Ethels have, too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all common names uh-huh. in the South. Yeah. Yeah, there's some a couple of very a famous, very famous murdering Hazels from all uh, from different decades, even. Maybe they're mm-hmm. reincarnated into each other. You know, I had actually forgotten all about this. When we talked about being on the podcast, I was thinking about doing it on the, the girl who uh, shot up a school when I was in high school, uh-huh. and then Chris was like, um, "You know, murderers." Did she kill? Actually, kill people, or were people yeah. just hurt? Yeah. What's crazy is like we never hear about that. How many people died? Well, there was a song about it. Manic Monday, right? No, uh, I don't like Mondays. Okay, I thought Manic, Manic Mondays, Mondays was, was about that too. <laughs> no, I th- that's why I thought it was funny because you have a few songs like that that are really upbeat sounding, but then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, "Oh, this is fucked up." Right. So I thought that might be one of those songs. Um, yeah, like the Billy Joe McAllister song. I forgot what how many about. how many people did she kill? Oh, well, see, here's the well, thing. Well, not to go so too deep into it, because maybe we'll talk about her on a different She actually episode. didn't shoot up her own school. She lived across the street from, I found out. Oh, she research. shot up an elementary school, right? She shot up an elementary school. She lived across the street. They were getting on her nerves. So from the school, she started shooting them. And the, one of the ways they, they got her, they stopped her was they put it, drove a trash truck and parked it in front of her house. Jesus. Yeah, but the song I Don't Like Mondays was about her. But that was a pretty, pre- you know, that was a thing that kind of I was very aware of in high school, too. Okay. So the first school shooter was actually a, a girl. Yeah, although my nephew said someone in the 1800s shot up a school. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, was it even a school? Did they even have real schools back then? I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that was just called the Old West. <laughs> <laughs> so... That was the story of Hazel Short and Tina Louie Short. Do we have any any listeners in the, the area? to Georgia. If so, did she move back? Or is she moving back to Texas? I don't know. Did she uh, find a home in, in Texas before she got snatched up by the law? And I think we should hope that uh, neither Hazel nor uh, Tina Google themselves. Right. 
There's not much to find on them out there, as we discovered. So this will be it. This will be it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the top hit. No one say where we live. We are. We are. Tape, we're recording this in uh, Montana. <laughs> and hey, you know, if if you happen to be Tina Louise or Hazel, and and you don't you don't like what we said, and and you're thinking of uh, going back to jail, you know, just send me an email. I'll take the podcast down. I'm not going to die for this show. Or come and tell us your point of view. Ooh, I'll interview like you at a, pl- a location that's not my home. Because, I mean, the record says Tina was sweet. <laughs> she was always sweet when I met her. My sister <laughs> says she was sweet. So if Tina wants to come on and tell us that what really happened. Yeah, I'd like Hazel, to know. Yeah, from a remote location. <laughs> Far away from... Uh, Not saying that we don't trust you, <laughs> items, but we're scared. <laughs> yeah, we're, we we're just saying game game appreciates game. Bobby, thank you so much <laughs> for talking to me. This is a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. You just listened to episode 23 of Women Who Kill. You guys, if you like the show, don't forget to stop by iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. Helps a lot. Helps new people find the show. The more people find the show, the longer I can keep doing this. If you want to support with your dollars, stop by patreon.com slash K-A-I-C-H-O-Y-C-E. That's patreon.com slash Kai Choice. Join the women who Illuminati. Get free stuff, bonus content, good things. It's very much worth it. Oh, hey, if you are Tina or Hazel and you want to email me, wwkpodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, thanks again for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.